Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the New Corner Office, the podcast where we share strategies for thriving in the new world of work, where location and hours are more flexible than in the past. Today's tip is about how to throw a good virtual party. Virtual parties are very different than in-person parties. And indeed, some of the worst virtual parties are trying too much to be like in-person parties. But if you recognize the difference, you can still have a good time and not experience some of the downsides of in-person gatherings. The other night, I went to a virtual book launch toast for a friend of mine. The folks who planned the party did it very well. We showed up wearing hats based on my friend's book theme, with everyone given instructions beforehand. We'd been told to have something sparkly ready. The host planned a Kahoot game based on the guest of honor. The guest list was manageable, and we were given a hard stop about 45 minutes after the start. It was really a great way to capitalize on all the lessons we've learned in the new corner office over the last nine months. Virtual parties cannot be left to chance. Now, truly, in-person parties shouldn't be left to chance either, but people often do. And sometimes it can work because there's the option to eat and drink and then try to find another small group of people to talk to. But that doesn't work so well on Zoom. Here's what does. First, have a purpose. We were celebrating my friend's book launch. It's Christmas. It's not really a reason. You need to have a more practical purpose like thanking people for their hard work or celebrating good results or toasting the new year or something like that. Second, limit the list. It is almost impossible to accommodate more than a dozen people in a virtual gathering. If yours needs to be bigger, and I know there are many parties that do need to be bigger, then make use of the breakout room option to give people a chance to connect in small groups of about half a dozen people. This is the size group that allows for real conversation, just like you'd see at a dinner table. Third, send out the props. In virtual gatherings, you are your Zoom square. It can make people feel part of something to have matching props, be that shirts or hats or something else. You can make the occasion special by sending people festive glasses or foods ahead of time. Fourth, have a plan for the party. What will all the guests be doing with all the minutes they are there? Games or conversation starters are good. You can do things like a performance from a musician who is zooming in, or someone teaching you something like caricature drawings. But aim for something a little different than your average meeting. We all have enough virtual meetings. A party shouldn't feel exactly like Tuesday's status update. And finally, keep it short. If people want to call each other individually afterwards, they totally can. But the party itself really shouldn't be more than an hour. I'd aim for shorter. People's attention will drift after 30 to 45 minutes anyway. Now, to be sure, some aspects of a virtual party will feel like a poor substitute for an in-person one. I do like seeing people in person. I'm also highly unlikely to make my own bacon-wrapped scallops or other such party food. Sometimes it's fun to get dressed up, and I am not likely to pull out my fancy shoes just to sit down at my computer. That said, there are also some upsides. Parties can get boring after 45 minutes, too. 
but there can be pressure to stay. Trying to move to different conversation groups can get awkward, and there's always somebody who drinks too much. If people do that with virtual parties, well, at least they are already at their own homes. And those sparkly shoes might pinch. With a virtual party, there's no need to keep standing around in them. I have high hopes that come next December, people will be gathering in person again. But having virtual options means that we can gather to toast things with far-flung friends. The group of us probably wouldn't have all flown in for a book launch party. So virtual gatherings open up possibilities for connection. It's just different and worth having as a tool as the world of work changes. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to succeeding in the New Corner Office. The New Corner Office is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows.